Hello everyone, welcome to She Heals. This is Steph and Amber and today we're going to be looking at, we're actually going to be doing a deep dive into kinesiology and mind-body medicine today because for our whole professional life, which has been long, but for our whole professional <laughs> life we have been asked what is kinesiology? I feel like more people have asked me that than not. So mm -hmm. today we're going to go into it in great detail and explain what we do, how we do it, and the history behind it and all of that kind of stuff. So let's get started with what is kinesiology. So let's do a bit of an elevator spiel. So a little quick little tidbit of what is kinesiology. So how would you describe it in like a couple of sentences? So it's one of those questions. It feels like a loaded question. <laughs> Kinesiology is so broad. Its impact is so huge that it's hard to sum it up in just a couple of sentences because when you experience it, it is so much more so different to what you think it might yeah. be. Um, but usually how I kind of describe it is that kinesiology is really just using a bunch of different holistic and complementary tools. It's using Chinese medicine, counseling, energetic work, all of these complementary tools. And we're working with your body to see what suits it best, how we can best support your body, helping to release stress, imbalances, and just leave you feeling good, really. How do you usually describe it? That's a good one. That's a really good one. Well, I, and I know you do the same, Amber. Um, yep. but I kind of describe it in different ways to different people, Same. I would say, like depending on what their kind of, their experiences, uh, their experience is, um, yeah. with, like alternative therapies and stuff like that. So I like in its simplest form, I usually say my job is to look for stress in the body. That's pretty much the general kind of simplest way to explain it. But yeah, I feel like it's definitely a umbrella kind of modality with all the modalities underneath and when we look at kinesiology and mind-body medicine because we actually do both and offer both um it is incorporating that traditional chinese medicine theory um with you know energetic medicine we've got a whole range of different things we use muscle monitoring um to see stresses in the body imbalances in the body all of that stuff to really help you and guide you in your own healing Mm. that's usually how I describe it. Yeah, I love it. It's mm. so hard because, yeah, again, it's it's so broad and it's so different it's when you so go broad. and have a session, <laughs> then it all makes sense. So that's kind of why we really want to focus today on doing quite a, a deep dive into how kinesiology really works, how they invented kinesiology and discovered all these connections yes. that we have in the body. Um, and also just explaining how we run sessions, how it all works and, and how you can benefit as well. What we usually treat and work on and, and can get a lot of relief with kinesiology too. Yeah, that's brilliant. And, and like you were saying, I think, I think you're 100% right. It's more of a, like a felt experience rather than something logical that you can kind of take in and understand it. I feel like the best mm -hmm. way to really understand it is to actually experience it. And each practitioner in my experience is so different because people specialize in different things. They use more of like the energetic side. Some people use more of the physical side. It's so mm -hmm. different. So 
Amber, let's go into the background because you explain this so well. I love the way you explain this. Well, thank you. (laughs) Um, So what we're going to talk about is really the main tool that kinesiology uses. So uh, we use muscle monitoring, muscle testing. Some people call it something different. But basically it's about using the muscles of your body to kind of communicate with your nervous system, your subconscious, your brain. So we're using the muscles to kind of extract some information from the body to figure out what's going on, where the stress is and where we want to kind of focus, what we want to treat, that underlying cause. So muscle testing, muscle monitoring basically kind of works if you imagine your muscles, how they're full of nerves. We've got nerves that run all the way through our muscles. Those nerves are directly connected into our nervous system, our spinal cord, those nerves travel all the way up into our brain, into those neurological connections. So when we're using the muscle, we're actually connecting into that direct connection into the nervous system, our brain, our subconscious. So the muscle itself is giving us the tool to communicate with that, get some information Mm. from the system as a whole. And that's what we're really doing with muscle testing. Um, I also kind of like to explain it to clients sometimes as though our body speaks a language that we're often not accustomed to. We don't speak its language. So we're using the muscle monitoring to actually talk to it. That's how we're speaking its language. We're using the language of the body to get that information out, if that makes sense. Yeah, and a really cool thing that we were just talking about before uh, before we jumped on was uh, a thing that we learned in college was think of mus- muscle monitoring. So if we're muscle mon- mo- monitoring, sorry, <laughs> your arm, for example, like a muscle in your arm, think of it as like the mouse and think of the brain as the computer. So we're kind of using that in order to get to the computer and get that biofeedback from the brain as well yeah which is like so cool so it's a nice way to actually think of it too yeah and so the way that they actually discovered muscle monitoring as well I think is quite fascinating um but it was in the early 1900s um when they were trying to figure out polio and how severe damage was in the bodies, particularly in the spinal cord, um, in terms of the muscles as well. So they started forming ways where they could isolate certain muscles in the body to test their function. Um, And they were discovering that there would be a whole set of muscles in people's bodies that would be quite weak. They weren't able to kind of, you know, show that strength or, or hold. Um, and they would, they actually found that the group of muscles that they were finding that were weak were directly connected into the same spinal nerve. So there would be, you know, mm. four or five muscles that all wouldn't work because they were connected into that same nerve in the spinal cord. And that was where they were actually seeing the spinal damage. So they used it as a tool to figure out what part of the body was actually structurally damaged. Um, so that was the, the way that they found out this kind of nervous, um, the nerve, um, connection in the body into the nervous system too. Um, and then they just started sort of expanding that tool from there. Um, Oh my gosh. I I love that. Love that. 
Yeah, I think it was sort of in the 1960s, when they just kept building on that information for years and years and years and seeing the muscles and the spinal cord, how they relate. Um, and then they developed chiropractic. A chiropractor invented this system that's known as applied kinesiology. So chiropractors often use this system. It's called applied kinesiology. It's very different to the kinesiology that we practice today because it it came a long way from there. Um, But sometimes you might even go to the chiropractor and they still use this system of muscle monitoring where they um, often you'll kind of hold your arm up and they'll hold like this and push and touch a couple points around your body. Um, But that was the initial system that was created in in the 60s to see structurally how your muscles were responding, structural areas of the body, the spinal cord, um, and working from a really physical perspective. And from there, it really kind of split into two. So the chiropractors kept using that um, applied kinesiology muscle monitoring responses that they still use today. And then holistic kinesiology was kind of branched off from this um, and formed its own kind of modality um, where it just kept evolving to include other areas of the body. So it, it became more than just the physical structure of the body and it became more about the nervous system, your lymphatic system. They discovered crossovers between the acupressure and the Chinese medicine system as well, um, even the emotional body. And it evolved to basically include the whole system and being able to use that muscle monitoring tool to check in with all areas of the body, even all areas of life, even your emotional well-being, your spiritual well-being, your happiness, and just became a modality of itself. It's so cool. It's so cool how far it's come Mm. and how many different kinesiologists practice in different ways. Like I always say to people, find your, find your practitioner because everyone works so differently. We're quite Mm -hmm. similar, you and I, but we even, we even have kind of specialties that we kind of look at like individually. So what kind of, so what kind of things can kinesiology really help? Mm. So I think the beauty of kinesiology is that because we're looking at the system as a whole, as a whole. and mm-hmm. even the way that we're able to essentially communicate with that subconscious information, we're getting subconscious information from the body. We're not kind of logically thinking about it. We're, we're getting that information from the source. It just means that we're able to basically work on, I kind of say anything, everything. <laughs> um, yeah. And it's almost like we're, you know, anything comes from stress. Anything comes from imbalances in the body. And that's what we're and trauma. looking for. And yeah. trauma. Yeah. And the body will tell us exactly where that is, where it's coming from. So there's nothing that we can't kind of work with. Um, yeah. Emotional well-being, energetic body, you know, how your mental health, um, your physical health, you know, absolutely everything. It's, it's kind of amazing to see, um, and even kind of test the limits of what kinesiology yeah. can help with. I think it's always it's, fun when I haven't worked with something before and I go, Oh, sure. Let's see. You love the mystery cases. <laughs> I love a mystery. I'm like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's so interesting as well because you can even like, 
Um, you know, you can do nutritional balances. So we call our sessions like either sessions or balances. I call them sessions, but they're, they're kind mm-hmm. of a balance, but, um, you can work with nutrition. You can even work like, like you were saying with the physical. So if you're experiencing physical pain or we can work with the structure, like mm-hmm. I recently had a client where I was working with, you know, pelvic pain and pelvic floor issues, which she was developing postpartum. So, We can do so many different things and it even goes um, into, you know, learning challenges and learning difficulties and that side of things. So there's so many different things that we can actually work with. Um, Mm -hmm. It's kind of incredible. And sometimes what you come in with quite often, and I know Emma gets quite a lot of physical, I, I do too, but quite a lot of physical symptoms you know, sometimes we'll get someone coming in with, you know, a lot of shoulder pain or back pain and they have had it for quite a while and it's, you know, either chronic pain or it's just kind of flared up. And quite often they'll come in with a pain, but we will go into a whole different avenue. So we'll work like emotionally or maybe with trauma, stress, um, and we'll see some of those symptoms subside or sometimes even disappear, which is just brilliant. Um, Mm. so yeah, there's so many different things that we can work with. We just essentially, we're working with your body to help your body heal itself. Because at the end of the day, the body wants homeostasis, the body wants balance and alignment. It's so important. So, um, we're just kind of getting the walls and the beliefs and the trauma and stuff like that kind of in a way healed and kind of out of the road so the body can do its own healing that's what I like Mm. to say anyway yeah absolutely and I find it also so fascinating something you probably see as well a lot of the time when we have people coming in and they've got a list of things that are wrong Mm. with them I can't sleep Mm -hmm. my neck hurts like my blurry vision I'm so tired I'm foggy I can't think it's just like the list goes on and on and on and on and once you start to work on just even lifestyle stress, some emotional stress that, that might be happening for you, we just have a nice, you know, I, I think of sessions as being super relaxing and most people find it totally to be a super relaxing experience. <laughs> yeah. I have so many people that just fall asleep as well. Um, and just after a nice reset, after just balancing the body, that's really what it is, rebalancing the body. The next time that I see them, you know, it's almost like, crazy how all of a sudden oh I can sleep better I'm actually not so tired my my fogginess has been so much better I'm getting through the day better it's so interesting to see how people will respond really differently but doing some really simple rebalances and and working on some really simple thing can make such a big difference in your physical symptoms because that mind body connection is so huge um and that's also what we do as well. We're mm-hmm. both mind body medicine practitioners too. So there's almost a, a different school of thought there in how our mind and our body are so interconnected. Um, and that's how we're often treating a lot of physical concerns and physical conditions in the body is through how stress and how our emotional you know, well-being is how things that we don't address can start to manifest as physical conditions in the body and how that kind of suppresses just our body's natural healing abilities and how we're able to, you know, find that 
find that nice balance and, and homeostasis, which is a, a common word kind of used in this, um, in this profession as well. Yeah. And I always like to say as well to clients, don't be surprised if there is that domino effect. That's what I like to call it in clinic anyway, yeah. where, you know, you'll have a client come in for a particular issue. So for example, I've had, you know, clients come in and we'll, we'll be kind of working through some emotional stress, some anxiety, wh- whatever it is. And then they'll come back and uh, I'll be like, you know, how have you been feeling in the last few weeks? What's kind of changed? What have you noticed? And it's never a surprise when, because I work with women and children and teenagers, um, when women come in, you know, the cycle and sleep are so important to ask. Um, they're the two things that I always ask about. Um, but when women come back in and I ask those questions, they're a lot of the time saying, oh, by the way, my period was on time or, you know, I didn't get PMS or my PMS has reduced quite a lot because often it's that stress in the body. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. that domino effect is real and we see it all the time. And we've even experienced that ourselves in our own healing um, <laughs> oh, where we yeah. go to work on one thing and then all of a sudden we're like, hold on, we're not ruminating about that. Or, oh, actually my back is really good or whatever's going mm-hmm. on. You know, it's, it's really it's really interesting and not surprising to us, um, but yeah. it's so amazing to witness and see our clients so excited. Love that. Love Absolutely. That. And that's, yeah. yeah, the personal experience because we both, you know, we both experienced it as well. Of, yeah. um, I, I remember a, a session I did with one of the people from our college and one of our lovely mm-hmm. friends, Kristen. Um, she was doing a balance on me and it was kind of about like your heart and, you know, communicating. And at that time I was like, feelings, like I'm not really into that. Um, so it was about like, you know, expressing myself and getting them out. And I was like, ew, and reluctantly (laughs) doing it. Um, and it was really interesting because it was kind of working on the, the front of this side. Um, and on the back in that same area, like right between the shoulder blades, I'd had this chronic back pain since mm-hmm. I was about 18. So I'd, I'd had it sitting yep. there for, a, it would be like eight years, uh, nine years at that point. And I did one balance with her. And then the, the, literally the next day I woke up and for the first time, for all of that time, I was like twisting and moving. And I was like, oh my God, it's, it's like completely freed up and it felt (laughs) so good and I was like I guess that was from just not expressing myself (laughs) who would have thought but it was so fascinating you know to to learn these connections and to see how this stuff it really does manifest in your body Mm. it's like your body has to store all of this stress somewhere and it it goes into different areas of the body it's it's so interesting and it was my god such a relief (laughs) you know it's really funny I actually have a very similar story where I was experiencing such bad back pain while I was teaching to the point where I actually had to take time off work and I was like bed bound. Like I was in bed on the couch. I could hardly move. Like I'd done my back and Mm. I went to osteos. I went to physios and this brilliant physio um, really helped me get to a place where I was really 
you know, feeling really mobile. I was building up strength, like physical strength um, with weights and stuff like that. But the thing that really changed it was all the heart stuff that I had been working on, that open-heartedness. Because I remember looking back and going, hold on a sec, I actually don't remember the last time my back hurt. Mm. And I hadn't realised that it actually moved, like, I just totally forgot that I had back pain until I reflected back. And then I was like, well, okay, that's kind of crazy. That's awesome. So I, <laughs> I have a similar story. Yeah. So, so funny. But that happens so, as well with clients too. You see, yeah. you know, you'll come in for the next session and, and I, I just make sure to ask about pretty much every symptom that they were experiencing last time. Mm. And sometimes we just go about our lives and as these things start to fall away, Sometimes we're just not even aware of it. And you'll just check in and be like, oh, so how's your sleep been lately? And they're like, oh, actually, like, it's been so much better. Like, now you mention it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> digestion. Oh, it's actually been feeling really good. And, yes. you know, we just don't notice because we're just going about our lives. And, and sometimes it takes a bit of a, a check-in to be like, oh, wow, some things are actually and, moving. And it's really interesting because it'll usually, that'll be like, sometimes I call it a weak spot where for people, when they start healing these symptoms, they will know very quickly when something's out of balance because that, that Mm -hmm. symptom may potentially pop, pop back up and be like, Hey, so like for myself, when my back, when between my shoulder blades kind of comes up and I get a Mm -hmm. little bit of that, that tingle or pain, I'm like, okay, I know what I need to do. I just need to like back off a little bit. I need to like connect a little bit more and then I'm Mm. usually good to go. But it's really interesting once you have that space and perspective, it's kind of like a little, I like to call them like little flags where it's like a little check-in going, hey, you've been pushing yourself too hard. You're not connecting. You're not slowing down, those kind of things. So it's actually really good to, I find, and I know you do this, really teach our clients about connecting with their bodies because that mind body connection is so powerful. It's so, Mm -hmm. so powerful. So getting them really aware of that as little flags so they can then help themselves. They can come back, have a little check-in, have a quick little session and then they're good to go or they can even, you know, help themselves and, you know, yeah, just make themselves kind of feel better. Yeah. It doesn't happen a lot, but it's a really good flag. Yeah, those little like warning flags, like as you say, it's almost like, you know, our body's communicating with us all the time. Sometimes we just don't have the tools. Sometimes we're not listening. Sometimes we don't Mm -hmm. speak the same language as what the body (laughs) is trying to tell us. Sometimes our knee hurts and we go, oh, yeah, I'm just going to wrap it up and just keep moving because we we just have that, Mm -hmm. you know, in our society. It's just only natural. Keep pushing. pushing. Just don't worry about it. You've got to go do this. You've got to go do this. But it's really interesting to have the different perspective and almost just trying to ask the body, like, what is this knee, you know, what is this knee pain actually trying to tell me? Why is my knee kind of stopping me from being able to go and do what I'm trying to do right now? Is it because my body wants to slow down? Do I need a bit of a rest? Do I need a bit of a break? What does this knee actually represent to me? Mm. You know, it's really interesting to kind of, you know, learn what these things mean. And I think that's why it's so interesting when we do kinesiology and mind-body medicine sessions is we start to look at what that area of that body really is representing for you. What is it trying to say? And as you said, you know, in that back, it's kind of like, oh, okay, I need to go and do this for myself. We've got 
the actual message and we we can say yes body i'm gonna listen or and maybe it's damn say, loud and clear right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's so it's so loud when you really yeah. do heal you know parts of you know your body or your remote whatever's going on when they if they ever do pop back up it's really loud because you notice mm-hmm. it you really notice it now you're not living with it so i want to ask you amber What's mm. your, this is a bit of a rogue question, but what's your favorite Please. thing about <laughs> either kin or MBM? So MBM being mind, body medicine, that's just what we call it. Mm. My favorite thing. That's a interesting question. Um, <laughs> I think... just throw a rogue question in there. <laughs> just a totally rogue one. My favorite well, do you want me to go it? first? Yeah. Do you have an answer? I'll go, go first so it. you can have time to think. <laughs> I think for me, what you were just talking about, I was like, actually, mm. that is my favorite thing. Um, yeah. I love Kin and MBM. And really, we kind of look at them as like one. You know, they yeah. kind of work seamlessly together. But the thing I do love about MBM is we're really working with symptoms here. We're, we're looking at, you know, that, that Chinese medicine side of things um, where we're working with, you know, meridians, acupressure points, all of that kind of stuff. But the thing I love is symptoms actually flag certain things for us so you know Mm. a really simple one for example is you know when we're you know if someone's talking about tiredness they're feeling really tired or really flat that's a really common symptom that comes in into clinic Mm -hmm. and I'll say to them are you feeling tired in the morning are you feeling tired up in the afternoon it's usually you know usually one or the other Um, and if they're feeling tired in the morning or in the afternoon I'll be like oh okay cool in the morning it's stagnation Okay, mm-hmm. so what does stagnation mean, Amber? So Stuckness. stagnation means something is stuckness. Something is stuck. A mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, so it's all stuckness. So I usually say to the person, I'm like, okay, what are you feeling stuck about? Is there something in your life where you're feeling stuck or you're stuck in moving forward or you feel like everything's just so overwhelming and you just can't move? Like you can't obviously move back because we can't go into the past but you're feeling like you can't move forward. And usually they're like, oh, actually, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, it's just the perfect entry point into what is happening for them at the moment or in their recent past. And it's a really nice way to enter that counselling stage at the beginning Mm. of our sessions. So that's probably my favourite thing because it's kind of like, you know, we're kind of like little detectives. That's how I like to look at it. (laughs) where you know I'm just trying to put all the pieces together over sessions so if someone says you know I'm tired in the morning I'm like okay check you know all right how are you feeling about this this and this and then it just opens up um Mm. that to me is really really cool yeah I honestly I have the same answer and I know that's a lame answer but I definitely have no it's not answer it's not and (laughs) I also like how what you're saying can also work in a in the opposite way so when Mm -hmm. someone comes in and they've got I've got this symptom I've got this symptom and then we say that sounds like stagnation is there yes feeling a little bit stuck what's going on but we can also see that in the opposite way so some people come into clinic and they say I'm feeling really stuck like I just can't Mm -hmm. move forward right now and then when we get into the body we start seeing all of that stagnation in the body so we see it both in the symptoms we see it both in the body in terms of Chinese medicine we see it on the tongue because we check tongues see it in the tongue see it in the pulse 
you see it everywhere and you, you can see it coming from both sides. So some people do come in and they want to work just on those physical yeah. symptoms and we both work on, you know, the physicality of that, but we are also working on the emotional side of things that sometimes we're just not aware of yeah. that are contributing yeah. to those physical concerns. And then some people come in just wanting to work specifically on those emotional concerns. And sometimes we've almost got to do the reverse and work on some physical stuff too. So it can yeah. go both ways. Totally. And I, you know, I, I love how it's, it's, it's working with the whole, the whole body. So you can't escape mind, body, spirit, it's all in there. <laughs> and that's the funniest thing. Like I know we've spoken about this in the past couple of episodes when we were talking about our own healing journeys and our stories, but that's where, you know, people walk in and they're like, this is magic. Like you can read my mind. And I'm like, no, 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 I can't, <laughs> I can't read your mind. I can read, we can read symptoms. We can tell what's going on through symptoms mm -hmm. or through what you're saying or where our job is to really piece things together. Um, yeah. And that is the most brilliant part of it because then we can kind of get to the root or get as close to the root as possible and really kind of guide, guide that body into, into alignment. Absolutely. So yeah. since we've talked about, you know, what kinesiology is and you know, how it works, what does an actual session look like? So if I come mm. to you and have a session, what am I in for? <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> so it depends. I've got a few things kind of going on. So mm -hmm. I work with, we both work with, you know, adults. So I work with women, I work with children. So zero to 12, and then I work with teenagers. So just really quickly, I guess if, if I'm working with children, um, or teenagers, I usually work for an hour. Um, there's usually a bit of an intake form before you come in, um, or we talk about stuff um, at, in our very first appointment. And then we really are working with the body, working with the emotions. Um, when I'm working with women, sessions look a little bit different. So on children, uh, there's definitely much more body work. So we're holding points. Um, we're doing a whole range of different things, but when I'm working with women, um, my sessions are 75 minutes. Um, it usually starts with us having a bit of a conversation, what's happening, just checking in, um, maybe ticking off some of those, you know, symptoms and things like that. Um, and then each session is quite different, but generally we usually, I usually like to start with some pre-checks. So, those that are my clients that are listening, you know all about this and Amber's clients that are listening. Um, we do some pre-checks just to check brain points, hydration, to check that you're kind of at a really good baseline. So nothing is kind of, I guess, altering what's kind of coming up in the muscle monitoring. Um, then I like to get into a little bit of counseling. And then from there, we can sometimes set a goal or we can just get straight into the activation and correction, which is all about you know, checking in with the body, seeing what stress is coming up, what trauma is coming up, little, little, uh, sorry, limiting beliefs, all of that kind of stuff. Um, and then by the end of the session where we're really doing a correction, which is guided to us mostly from your body. Um, sometimes, you know, we, we have a mix of using our knowledge and our experience with our intuition, as well as 
you know, what your body's asking um, to create the perfect correction for you. So in that 70 minutes, it's kind of all of that, but it can differ. Um, And I know, Amber, you'll probably say this too. It depends on the person. It depends on Mm. what you're coming in with. It depends on, you know, in our first session, what's coming up. You know, I've had, I've had clients recently where they've come in for their first session and it's just been a total, you know, and I say this with so much love, but it's just been a total like blah of information because they just, they're finally being heard, you know, they're Mm -hmm. able to express themselves and it's just all this information out, you know, on the table. And I realize really quickly that I'm like, okay, we really need to get you into your body. So rather than talk too much, which can sometimes, I guess, bring on more stress for some people. And if we're talking about trauma, it can re-traumatize people, um, being that we're, you know, trauma-informed now. um, We know that. Um, So I like to get people straight into their bodies if they're feeling a lot of stress um, to really kind of ground them, do a little bit of body work, and then I kind of come in with a little bit of counselling. So it just depends. Mm. I hope that's not too confusing. But, yeah, it just depends on where the person's at, how they're feeling, and we really tailor it to the individual. And I've had so many clients say to me, oh, last session we did, you know, a lot of body work. And I was like, yep, because we really wanted to work on the nervous system to begin with. But now that you're feeling a little bit better, you're feeling grounded, now we want to kind of come in with a bit more counselling and get to the root and all of that kind of stuff. So every session can look Mm. quite different, even for the one client. Yep. I say that as well. It's no person is going to get the same balance. And even mm-hmm. when you come back, you're never going to get the same balance again. It'll look completely the different. Body, <laughs> the body won't want that. We've already done it. The body wants yes. something else, something new, something different. So Yeah, so how do you always, work, Amber? Um, I work pretty similarly to you. Um, so I work on kids as well, adults. So kids sessions are, you know, a bit shorter, 45 minutes to 60 minutes, depending on yeah. know, attention span, um, how comfortable we are with lying on the table for that long, depends on our age, yes. all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but usually, especially for our kids' sessions, we make it, I kind of like to make it a bit of fun, like using yes. some essential oils, having a bit of colour. They get to put on some fun coloured sunnies. They <laughs> love it. And then just really relaxing the body is often the first kind of thing that most kids that I see really just need some nervous system rebalancing. They just need, you know, kind of a little bit of calming everything down before we can start to get into whatever's kind of coming up for them. Um, For our adults, um, my sessions are usually 90 minutes if it's a first session sometimes we do 90 minutes continuously or sometimes I do 60 minute sessions kind of as follow-up sessions depends on what we're working with depends on how much stuff we have going on in the body in our mind all of that kind of stuff really depends person to person as most of this stuff does it's you know it's it's unique to your body so everyone's different um but usually it's just talking about everything that's going on for you both physically both in your emotional mental health well-being checking in in what we actually want to work on what's the most important thing for you that we want to just help you know help you get some relief from help you get a little bit more balance from in life um we get you on the table. You have a just nice little lie down there. Um, we start getting into the body, seeing what's showing up. So my sessions are pretty much 
you know, body led. We're just asking the body, what do you want us to look at? What do you want us to focus on? Are we looking physically today? Are we looking emotionally today? Are we working with the energetic body today? You know, what's coming up? What do we need to really focus on as the priority? Um, getting information from that, we're discussing that as it's coming up. If it's, you know, physical stuff, if it's emotional stuff, we're doing um, some counseling. We're also doing some more of the somatic style of therapy as well. So yeah. really connecting you into your body to see where those emotions are actually sitting for us physically, connecting into that and, and helping our subconscious process that kind of aspect as well. Um, and then towards the end, probably 20 minutes-ish, I'll usually do kind of like the balance component. So it's like taking everything that we found out today together and actually helping your body release all of that stress, everything we've talked about, everything that's come up, we want to actually get rid of it. Um, so we're usually working with acupressure points, maybe doing some energy work. Um, I also do craniosacral therapy as well. So sometimes I'm doing a little bit of that too. It really just depends. And whatever your body is asking for, I will say, yes, body, you are the boss because <laughs> your body knows best. As, mm -hmm. as much as I can think that I know this would be great for you, I think you should do this, I think you should do this, I don't know. And the only person that knows how to heal, the only thing that knows how to heal is really yeah. your body. Your system knows yep. exactly what it needs to return to balance. So I can think all of these amazing things and have these theories and hypothesize, but at the end of the day, I'm going to listen to your body and help your body feel supported in exactly what it's kind of calling for. Um, so yeah, we work pretty similarly. Um, yeah, and I would agree. Yeah, even... Yeah, I have so many clients. I love it. Just fall asleep at the end. They have a nice little <laughs> snooze. Sometimes we have some snoring and that's all welcome on the on the table. Snore away. <laughs> I've had I've had quite a few kids because we we both work with nervous system dysregulation. Mm -hmm. Um that's pretty much our jam. Um yep. so when I'm when I'm working with children, um, you know, it's, it's all about building that rapport and that trust in the first session or a couple of sessions. And I've had yeah. kids, you know, start to like nod off and, you know, their parents are in the room and I'll say, you know, mum or dad are here. And then mum and dad will be like, yeah, yeah, we're like, we're not going anywhere. I'm like, you're okay. Like if you want to fall asleep, you're totally fine. And I just let them know what we're going to be doing. And I'm like, just relax. It's all good. Um, and if they feel call to they will fall asleep if not they're more than happy to stay awake but um yeah it happens all the time it happens all, all the, the time, time. <laughs> yeah so what are what are some things that like for people that haven't experienced mm -hmm. I guess kinesiology and mind-body medicine what are some of the I guess tools or things that we may bring up or use like what what does it kind of mm. look like like rather than the structure yeah. of the session what can kind of come up that people can expect or maybe experience. Yeah. So this is where it gets very broad. Um, <laughs> it because, does. Because kinesiology really is kind of that umbrella for so mm -hmm. many different holistic and complementary tools. This is where we kind of open ourselves up to having hundreds upon hundreds of different things that yeah. can come up uh, for your body. So, um, you know, typically when, you know, and especially when we were learning as well, we had sort of a balance list and it had kind of a hundred 
things that we could actually look at. So if something was oh, up, it had a hundred things and you go down the list of, oh, here's just a mm-hmm. hundred things you can look at, which one's coming up? So the body wants really specific things. Um, so it can be anything from, you know, we're looking energetically in the body. We might be working mm-hmm. with flower essences, oils. I really like to work with those. We might be working yeah, with too. some chakras. We might be working with just some energy clearing, clearing out some stagnant energy in your body. We might be working really physically with the body. We might actually be working with really specific muscles of your body. We might be looking at mm-hmm. the lymphatic system in your body, your vascular system. We might be looking at nutrients. We might be looking at hormones, neurotransmitters. We might be so specific. Um, We might be looking at emotional stress. We might be looking into your childhood. We might be looking into your past Mm -hmm. experiences, relationships, family. We might be looking at a whole range (laughs) of emotions. It can be, it just goes (laughs) on and on and on and on and on. And and I know me and oh sorry Amber I hope you don't mind no, me, um, jumping in as well because I get so excited about this but um <laughs> you know I know me and you we use everyone uses kind of different tools some people don't even use yep. any tools but I think it's just yep. whatever you're called to so I know for both of us you know I know you use essences and I'm going to be bringing essences into my balances very shortly but like oils we use even cards so we can mm. use you know, specific cards to kind of get to maybe a certain emotion. So we can pull like, you know, types of, I guess, Oracle cards or past life cards or things like that to kind of help us get to um, understand a little bit more context. Like Amber was saying, we do, you know, age recessions where we actually go back into like your past. So we go through your age and we can actually, um, muscle monitor you to see where there is a similar stress that is coming up in your past. Um, And, you know, I know clients are always like, how? And it's like, it's just in your body. Like your body has held Mm. on to that. So there's so many different things that we can actually use. I even use, I love working with chakras myself. um, And that's a bit of my, I also offer Reiki and tarot. um, But the chakra system is really powerful. I use that. And especially with kids, kids love it. Um, mm. and they will often come through my room and just be like, where are the crystals, Steph? <laughs> you know, <laughs> they love getting their hands on my crystals or, um, I've got these beautiful, um, chimes that I use. So they're, they're, um, I don't know if you've got these Amber, but they're, um, no, color coordinated mean, and this, the frequency is for each chakra. So I actually bring in some sound healing. So I had a little kid come in on Saturday and she's like, Steph, where are your chimes? And I was like, okay, cool. Let's get the chimes out. We'll check your chakras. And, you know, her root chakra was coming up, for example. So she was playing that. And I'm like, okay, let's do that one. And, um, yeah, so there's so many different things. And I think as well as we evolve, things are going to change. We, we might bring in new stuff. We might let some things go. It's just what really, um, I guess, speaks to us and speaks to our clients as well. I would say. Yeah. And I think yeah. that's so funny about the, the kids because the other day I had a, <laughs> a, a, a little kid come in and the mum said, oh, yeah, I said we were going to go see Amber today. And they said, wait, which one's Amber again? And, and <laughs> she goes, oh, wait, I remember the crystal lady. And I was like, <laughs> oh, that's okay, so sure, sweet. I'll be the crystal lady. That's fine. <laughs> You've got some beautiful crystals the in crystal your um, <laughs> in your space. I actually get called a few things. I... um. 
I have quite a few mums say to their kids, we're going to go to Steph's magical room. So they know it is a magical nice. room because they're like, this feels magic. <laughs> um, they absolutely love it That's because so they, beautiful. so many of them, you know, they walk out, like I was saying in our other episode, they're maybe, you know, holding a lot of tension or they're just feeling stress from whatever, you know, their environment or school or whatever. Um, and you know, you get them to drop into their bodies and often they'll just jump off and be like, okay, cool. Mum, what's for dinner now? You know? Um, Mm. and they just like, it's an instant thing for them. So yeah, there's so many different things, so many different amazing things that we can use, but I think we both like keeping it quite simple. Yeah. We also forgot to say probably the most felt sense, most commonly, (laughs) I was about to going to say something different, but felt sense is oh, also a good okay. one. We didn't even talk about points. Oh my god! How did we even talk about <laughs> points? We use points all the time. We use acupoints, acupressure points, no needles yes. or anything, but we're using the exact same system. Um, yes, and I think that's probably my most commonly used tool in clinic, and probably yours Me as too. well. Um, yep. So both for physical stuff and emotional stuff too, which I find mm. fascinating. So every point in the body, say you even come in and you've got some shoulder pain, the body will actually lead us to an acupressure point. When we find that point, sometimes it's really localized. Sometimes you might find it is actually that exact point where you're feeling that yeah. pain. Sometimes it's on the completely opposite side of the body. And we're like, that's really interesting. I don't know why that one's showing up. <laughs> Let's find out why is this important to us? But yeah. sometimes if we find, you know, that part of that pain that you're actually having, Chinese medicine also has really interestingly an emotional side of things and a spiritual side of things. So each point, although it's treating physical conditions, it's also treating emotional imbalances and it's also treating our spiritual body at the same time which is so fascinating so once we read that point and we're like okay so it's for shoulder pain sometimes it might even be for other symptoms that you're having in your body too it can be for a whole bunch of symptoms um and it'll come with a nice kind of um you know like the psychology or a statement and once we read those out and it might be you know i communicate what's in my heart and we'll just be like oh maybe I'm not doing that right now. Mm. And it it opens up a whole different avenue to explore for us. So I think that's a really, a really important tool that we use. And it's, it's always so spot on. People will literally be like, did you just read my mind? That's what they're like. (laughs) How did you know? How do you know? (laughs) But even like, uh, you know, I'd, I love sharing this, but um, I love going to see Amber myself because, you know, we're working on our own stuff too. Um, yeah. And I remember one one balance I was working, I can't even remember what I was working on, but um, we had a point come up and um, I can't even remember what it said, but I remember just like it was almost like someone had gotten straight into the heart, like the core And it was like I just opened up and I just wept. Like it was like I didn't even know that that's what I needed. But as soon Mm. as I heard it, it was just like, oh, my God, like I feel seen, I feel heard. So it can be so powerful. Yeah, the meridians and the points. How did we forget that? I know. (laughs) That's what we – you know why? It's It's because we work with it so much. We sometimes forget it. Yeah, we're like, but the oh, other one just, just points. <laughs> yeah, but the other one I was going to say is um, felt sense. Anyone that's worked with us or anyone that has, I guess, trained similarly to us, um, we use the felt sense. So that's when 
we, you know, really look at an emotion. So an emotion that's been coming up or underneath something. And we actually, we actually guide you to actually feel it in the body and where it's actually located in the body, specifically the torso. Um, and really sit with it because, you know, us as humans, we don't like to sit with our emotions. We tend to run away from it. It's uncomfortable. It's unsettling, you know, um, but doing that can actually release a lot just by acknowledging and sitting with it. Um, it, it can move mountains. Absolutely. Really powerful. It's so, it's so fascinating as well. Sometimes for, you know, people that haven't done a lot of body work either. I I hadn't ever done this stuff before Mm. I tried kinesiology. And when you actually feel an emotion, it doesn't matter what it is. Sometimes it's even anxiety that's sitting in the body. If Mm. you focus on that anxiety and start to feel how your body reacts as you think about the anxiety mentally, your body starts to light up different areas. Your chest starts to get tired, or maybe you can feel that uncomfortable feeling you get in your belly. And just watching that sensation, because those are the sensations that we're kind of running from all the time. When we're anxious and we're going about our day, we're going, oh God, I'm feeling anxious. Like I got to get out of here. We're, we're, I need to do something. I have to distract myself. Exactly. I'm going to distract. (laughs) I can't do this. So when we actually do the opposite, it feels so counterintuitive and we can feel really scared to sit with those sensations because Mm. often we, we don't know how we're going to feel. Are these feelings ever going to go away? It feels scary. So we create a safe place for you to actually feel those sensations, listen to the body. And we find that those sensations, they almost start to like melt away in a sense that the intensity starts to decrease. They start to really calm down. Everything settles in the body. And we actually come to this place where like, we're going, Oh God, I've been feeling so anxious. It all calms down. And we go, okay, I, I can actually sit with that. I can actually handle this anxiety. I can actually deal with this. It it gives us such a, an empowered place to come from in being able to know that I'm okay to feel all of these things. I'm not going to get overwhelmed. I'm completely safe. That was fine. And our body can start to process that on a really subconscious level. We're not fighting yeah. those feelings anymore. We're coming at it from a really kind of safe and, and stable place. And it's it's such a powerful tool in itself yeah and I probably use that I would say probably 90% of the time in sessions um Mm -hmm. there's only a few sessions in my week or not even in a fortnight or three weeks where I'll be like oh I I actually didn't use felt sense I use it quite regularly um Mm. and the other thing is just having someone to hold space for you is so incredibly powerful because you know, we're trained and we've done extra training, both of us, um, you know, in regards to holding space, trauma, all of that kind of stuff to really hold space for you and, and watch you and hold you and just make sure that you're okay in this, because it can be really unsettling. It can be, it can be really lovely, but it can be really unsettling. So we know what to look for to, you know, make sure that you're, you're still feeling safe and you're feeling really, really good. So yeah, really, really powerful one. The two most powerful mm. ones we kind of left to last um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> always the way it. right <laughs> we pick everything else and then we leave that um so is there anything else that you would like people to know about in regards to kin and mbm so i think the most important thing and 
when people, you know, kind of ask me about kinesiology and how it works, is it going to be right for them? All of those kind of questions. I always say that it's always something that you should try. See if it works for your body. It's something so different that, you know, I'd never heard of this before I tried it. And it's one of those things that experiencing it speaks volumes compared to talking about it and explaining how it works. It is about the experience. It's about how your body feels. It's about how your body feels afterwards. If you feel lighter, more relaxed, energized, all those good Mm -hmm things everyone responds differently but it's just about how it feels for you and I personally I work with a lot of physical illnesses and conditions just from you know my experience in in having chronic fatigue and and fibro it's kind of naturally I have people that are kind of drawn to me to to help support them through physical illness and and pain and conditions um so I think that it's one of those things that you might as well give a go when nothing else is working for you. That's the kind of clients that I see yeah. a lot. They've tried absolutely everything. They don't know what to do. There's nowhere else to turn. That's how I discovered kinesiology. And that's, um, you know, what I think is so powerful with it as well. It's, it's you know, when you're coming from a, a disempowered place and, you know, there's nothing left to try, what, what do I do for myself? It's a really empowering tool that you can use to connect with yourself, your body, your knowledge, your wisdom, all of that good stuff and, and just help find a little bit more calmness, relaxation. The worst case scenario is that you'll walk out of the door feeling a little bit relaxed, if nothing else. So <laughs> yeah. you can't lose. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's it's it really is one of those things where, and I know we've said this before, but um, give it a go, but also find the right practitioner for you. Ooh, yeah. Just hit my microphone. Um, find the right <laughs> practitioner for you because I feel like that connection is so important. And if you try it and you're like, Oh, I really liked it, but maybe the connection isn't right. Try it again with someone else. Like it, it really does. I feel like that connection really does matter. Um, Definitely. But yeah, like you were saying, I, I actually see quite different clients. So I see quite a lot of, you know, the more emotional side, a lot of um, mental health. Um, So people that are experiencing anxiety, um, OCD, I get some tics, all of that kind of stuff, um, depression. Uh, But then I really do see quite a lot of um, women going into their kind of fertility journey, even before that. But I see quite a lot in their fertility journey. Um, So people that are kind of either preparing their bodies, their minds, everything for conceiving people that are you know maybe struggling like finding it really really hard to fall pregnant or on their IVF journey um people that are pregnant um women that are you know postpartum or that have experienced loss um so many many different things and like you were saying I think it's because of my own journey becoming a mum and my fertility journey that's something that is definitely Um, I'm definitely finding that I'm attracting those clients because it's such a passion and a love of mine. I I love um, helping and guiding women through that because so many of them are like, you know, I've been to my doctors, I've been to specialists, I've been to this, but I I just want to try something else, uh, something else. I want to support myself. I want to look at things from a different point of view. And I'm like, you have 
come to the right place because <laughs> we just want to support you, you know. Um, we want to help you as much as possible, even if it's just to reduce stress, help the nervous system so that everything else can kind of, you know, do its thing. Mm-hmm. It's it's incredible. So, yes, we Absolutely. see – we see lots of different people, but I think that's probably kind of our our big, I guess, our specialty in a way. Mm. Would you say? Yeah, absolutely. Like we treat both of us treat absolutely everything, um, but there's yes, just, definitely you know, kind of those themes that we see a lot. Yes, you know, sometimes it's you know lots of pain coming in. Sometimes it's lots of anxiety coming in. It's just yes. you know it's one of those things. But I also just want to mention as well. Something that I think is is really important is with kinesiology, it's not about, you know, also just sort of fixing you for that session and you need to come mm. back and we've mm-hmm. got to do it again in the same way that you might go to the chiropractor and your back feels better for a while and then, it, you know, you need to come back, you've got to fix it again. It's about you leaving that session and actually kind of taking all those lessons out into the world on your own to sit with, yeah. to integrate, to, you know, kind of bring into your own experience. And I, I saw this actually the other day with one of my beautiful clients. I hadn't seen her for six months and she came back in and we're like, oh my gosh, so good to see you. How have you been? And she came in and she had faced some huge life experiences. She'd um, lost her mother. She had quit her job. She'd, she'd started a new job. Her son was about to move out of home. So it was all of these huge, huge, huge life transitions happening Mm. to her. And at every hurdle, she had been able to face it with resilience and she'd been okay at every one of these really intense challenges. She had been okay since all of that work that we had done previously in, in getting her to that place it was really interesting just to kind of reflect on that and and see that that's kind of what it's about. It's about you being able to go and live your life and be able to face those challenges. They're not going to derail you. You can deal with it. You can handle it. And I thought that that was really beautiful. It was a really lovely session. I love that you've added that. Yeah, I love that you've added that to this episode because, yeah, it's something that – I think it's really important for people to hear um, mm. because it's not a thing where it's like, okay, bang, two sessions and you're good to go. Like <laughs> it, it doesn't really work like that. You're not going to, you know, this is all about that deeper healing and you connecting with yourself. So, you know, some someone might come in for something and, you know, in one session they're feeling incredible and they're great and, I always say to people, if I'm not seeing you for a while, that's bloody great. Like that's success Mm -hmm. because I don't, I love all my clients and I want to see them, but knowing that they don't have to come and see me is the best, you know, because they, they're doing things on their own and they're out there living their lives and using the tools and all of that stuff. Whereas other people might need to have a bit more of a treatment plan and work on things because you know, we might be working with some heavier stuff. We might be needing to work through a lot of emotion, a lot of trauma. I've even had, um, I've even had clients where, you know, I've had clients come in and they've gone, can we go light today? 
<laughs> um, which is really funny. And I'm like, whatever you want, like, that's fine. Um, because, you know, we've worked on some really, really deep stuff. And I always say to people, it's not glamorous. We're, you know, we're about healing here. Um, and sometimes you're going to walk out and you're going to feel like you're floating on air and you're going to feel so great or grounded or whatever. But sometimes we can work on some really deep stuff and, you know, mm. you'll, you'll feel it, you'll feel shifts start to happen. Um, and it's not like you'll logically have to think it through. It's like, it's just happening in your body, mm. in your subconscious without you even really needing to do anything. Um, so yeah, it's, it's really, really different. And, um, another client I've had, um, we're working through some trauma and, I've always said I'm always really transparent with clients and I always say to them, you know, if you need a break for a little bit, that's okay. Let things integrate. I don't need to see you every two to three weeks, you know. In the beginning that really helps so we can help the body, you know, um, help the nervous system and all of that kind of stuff. But if we're working longer term and you need a little bit of a break, that's totally fine. I support you. Trust your intuition um, and know that when you're ready, um, you know, you can come back and we can t continue on. And um, it's all about that working together in order to help you and guide you, mm. I would say. Yeah, absolutely. And it's also about meeting your body exactly where it's at. Mm. So sometimes we are yep. ready to, you know, I'm ready to deal with all my childhood trauma today. And other days it's like, I just need some support. I just need some I need, love. I need some relaxation. <laughs> Your body yep. only it wants what it wants. So we're meeting the body exactly where it's at. Yeah. We can't rush healing. We can't have these huge no. breakthrough experiences all the time. Sometimes it's just, it's just about supporting your body at exactly where yeah. it's at as well. And for some people as well, it can feel a little confronting to even have to talk about that emotional experience. Yeah. For me, that was a huge hurdle. And so I took it extremely slow because yeah. I, I wasn't me ready too. To, to go there. So that's what we're doing yeah. in clinic as well. If you're coming in for physical pain and, and illness and things like that, we're working with that physical side. We know that there is that emotional component too. Sometimes we're not ready to delve into that. That was my experience as well, but it's just yeah. meeting the body, meeting the mind exactly where you're at and using mm -hmm. those tools at the level that you're ready for and, and supporting you in that way as well. Can't rush healing 100%. as much as we want to. And <laughs> no, yeah, totally. Uh, it's, it's one of those things where I think it always comes back to safety, that emotional mm. safety, that physical safety. We just want you. The biggest thing is we want you to feel safe. That's the biggest thing. So sometimes we take micro baby steps sometimes mm -hmm. without realizing you know, your body may want a big leap, um, like you were just saying. So it's different for every person. And we, our job is to really listen, listen to what you're saying, but to also listen to your body because yeah, there's certain times where I'm like, all right, you know, Amber, I'm ready to work on this. Yep. I've been, you know, ignoring it for a while. I'm ready to work on it. And sometimes I'm like, I just need some love. Like my body just needs yep you know, a little bit of tenderness. I just need to go nice and slow. Um, so it, it just depends. That's, I think the whole gist of what we're saying today in this episode is we really just want to tailor it to you and make sure you're feeling safe, secure, comfortable, 
Um, we never want you feeling out of sorts. I always say yep. to my clients, I never want you getting off the treatment table and feeling raw, feeling out of sorts, feeling like you're open and exposed. That is never something we want to mm. um, we want to do. That is not something yep. that is that is great for us in any way, shape, or form. So, yes. So, is there yeah. anything else that we kind of want to go over? What do you think, Amber? I think, in a nutshell. That's kinesiology. Hey, <laughs> I think so too. I think we've, we've really done a deep dive, right? Do we want to, yeah. maybe let's leave our beautiful followers, our listeners with something that they can kind of do at home. Um, yeah. So we're just going to pretend that you guys are very new to kinesiology. You might be very experienced, um, but you can still do this. Um, this is something that we were talking about before jumping on this episode um, I think it's really powerful to connect to your body, to become really connected and to really listen, because that's what we're doing in clinic. We're teaching you how to do that in clinic. But one little cool tool that I like to give my clients is just something so simple. Go to your pantry or your fridge and I just want you to take a few breaths. I know this is going to sound absolutely nuts, <laughs> but go to your pantry <laughs> or your fridge. And I just want you to take a few breaths. Make sure if you can, no one else is around just so you're not distracted. And I want you to just place a hand on your tummy, your heart, maybe both on your heart, whatever, just connect to your body, take a few breaths. And I just want you to ask your body, what do I need to nourish myself with today? And really allow your body to speak to you. You might get a little thought form that's kind of like, oh, I need something, you know, a little bit juicier today. I need something, you know, more hydrating or sometimes like I know during winter, winter was like a big thing. And I know a lot of people are like this, but I'm like, oh, I need something like deeply nourishing and warm. Um, so try that and start to have that communication with your body and actually listen to it because intuition is one of those things where it's actually a muscle so the more you listen to it the stronger it gets if you ignore intuition it gets actually a lot quieter so you actually don't start to hear it um so listen to the little whispers and trust it and you know be really kind to yourself like sometimes you just want to stand there and be like oh i'm actually really craving some chalky you know take a couple of squares out have it on the couch with a cup of tea and enjoy it. Like really, really enjoy it. So try that and see, um, leave us some comments and tell me how you go with it. Um, because I think, I think it's a really, really good one when I need to reconnect. If I've been a bit in my head and a bit flighty, I think that's a really, really good one. How do you feel about Absolutely. that? Amber? I think it's a, it's an awesome first little tool to try. Yes. It's, you know, a step, you know, towards kind of what we're doing and in, in communicating with your body, getting that information out. You can also get that same information from your own body. Um, we just kind of need to start listening, hearing those messages. Yes. So I think it's a really fun one to listen to. It's just, what do I actually want to eat right now? What does my body want? What do I feel like? And just honoring whatever that is. If it, mm. if it is a little treaty, if it is something healthy, just kind of seeing there's no right, there's no wrong. Um, I remember as well, our kinesiologist, uh, our teacher, when we were at um, college, she taught us one to do two, which is 
I mean, maybe, I don't know where this goes on the scale. Is it maybe the advanced version or maybe the <laughs> beginner version? I'm not sure. But she used to be in the supermarket aisles and she used to check in with her body. And um, a lot of people kind of call this like a version of muscle monitoring or body dousing. But she basically just used to ask her body, so firstly, what's a yes and what's a no? So she'd stand mm -hmm. in the aisle and she'd say, what's a yes? And maybe her body would kind of move forward a little bit. And she'd say, what's a no? Maybe her body would move backwards. It's different for mm -hmm. everyone. It can even be different day to yes. day. So once she determined that this means yes, this means no, she'd stand in the aisle and then stand in front of the food <laughs> and then go, I love do this. I want this? And she'd go, oh, yes. And she'd put it in her basket and then she'd go down a little bit. She's like, do I want this? And the body would go, no, not today. And she, she would put it in. So yes. that's a fun little tool as well. You know, it's all about mm -hmm. playing around with these things and, and connecting to your body, your body's natural wisdom it's talking to us all the time it's just about building building that you know that connection building that listening practice as well yeah it's so a fun that's a it's fun definitely a fun little experiment tool. with yeah <laughs> definitely definitely so, i know we've tried that for sure <laughs> yes so go off to your fridge or if you're feeling bold go off to the supermarket stand there by yourself and have a bit of a you know a bit of a rock have a bit of a rocky rock go. and tell us tell us how you go tell us how the yes. experience is <laughs> yes definitely oh beautiful well we hope that we uh you have all enjoyed this episode because i think we're just so used to it in what we do. We kind of forget to sometimes go back to the basics. Um, so it's really been nice to do a deep dive into this and explain it in a lot of detail. So thank you so much for listening, guys. It's been an absolute blast. Um, is there anything else you'd like to add before we finish up? No, thanks everyone for listening today. It's been it's been awesome to kind of yeah delve into a little bit of the magic of, of how it all works because it's it's so fascinating. It sounds so magical, but it's all so deeply rooted in in science and research. It's yes. it's just such a fascinating modality. So thanks to everyone for tuning in today and we will see you next time. See you guys. Bye.